Wake that ass up. It's the Beat Break Morning Show, the Beat Break Podcast, the architect in the building, Sean Garvey. DJ Rolla. In the building. The real building. The, the real building. The real building. <laughs> not, the real. At Sean, not at Sean's apartment. Yeah. We're not quarantine ourselves on this broadcast. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Uh, we've been on hiatus for the past three months from Weight Work Studios. Mm hmm. Yes. Yes. But guess where we at now, folks? Way Way work, work Studios. studios. <laughs> <laughs> of course, absolutely. Um, we got a lot of stuff coming up right here on the Beat Break Morning Show, the Beat Break Podcast. Uh, today's theme is all black everything. All black or, everything. Or how we should, or how we say in the hood, all black everything. 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 That's e r r r r r r r r. Thing. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. All right. And we're going to tie three major things into today's theme that is still affecting a lot of people, especially people of color. Mm hmm. That's COVID 19, mm -hmm. voting, and BLM. BLM. It's not a sandwich, y'all. It's not a sandwich. <laughs> it's not a sandwich, y'all. That's 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 a BLT. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. BLM. There you go. There you go. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Not baby lives matter. No. 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 <laughs> not baby. <laughs> not the baby. Not little baby. So keep those babies out of the head. Okay. Absolutely. Out out, out. out. Yeah. The Beat Right Morning Show. The Beat Right Podcast, and we're also going to be joined by the lovely. Dynasty, who could not wait to get out of the house. Three months of cabin fever. Cabin fever. And it's not even cold. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of cool, kind of cold here in the studio. No, it ain't but cold. It feels great up in here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, hey. It feels great. Roland, did you forget I am a slim dude? You know, us skinny guys, we still don't have as much body heat as you big guys. Okay. But the point is, it feels good. <laughs> it feels good. It feels good. Yeah, Tony, Tony, Tony. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Speaking of Tony, 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 I did not know that it was originally six members of Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah, like it was the original. Uh, it was a four or five members of a tribe. So. Um, uh -huh. they, they were behind the scenes. So yeah, or five members of Escape. Yeah. Or four members of 702. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. it was actually six members of Tony, Tony, Tony. There was a, there was a documentary. Where I, I don't want to say was past tense. There is a documentary because the documentary is still on YouTube. Mm -hmm. A documentary that uh, highlights the rise and fall of Tony, Tony, Tony. Mm. Yes. Told by the original three members of Tony Tony Tony. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> got you, got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. we gotta have them in the studio one day. Mm. Yeah. I like Raphael Sadiq. He's cool. I do too. He's I do cool. too. With the group and as a solo artist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But we're not here to talk about them. No. We're, we're here to talk about COVID-19, voting, and BLM. Right. And also, we gotta talk about what we can do as a people to get to that black agenda. Yes. And the thing about it is um, we're going to get into it, but mm -hmm. the, the one thing that you got to understand, it's not going to happen overnight. 
Um, nothing is going to happen overnight. The only way you can happen overnight is if you win the lottery. If you're lucky. Let me tell you something. If I won the lottery <laughs> right now, if I won the lottery right now, I don't have to talk about COVID-19 voting in BLM, man. I'm just going to shut my mouth. <laughs> you going to shut your mouth. Just put a lot of that money in my mouth. I, I won't say, I'm... What do you think about COVID-19? What do you think about today's politics? What do you think about Biden and Trump? That's what you're going to be doing. Okay. All right. All right. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, man. But uh, that's that's it. I mean, it's not going to happen overnight, but it's going to take some time, which is what a lot of folks don't want to hear. It's going to, you know, take patience. It's like, um, if it's like when you snap your fingers or when your heart beats, you want that that particular situation to be taken care of, and it cannot be taken care of that quickly from a agenda point of view. Gotta understand this agenda point of view. That part. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the thing. Yeah. That's if we get that together, um, I can see some changing happening. You just gotta make sure that we keep the people who are in charge of making these agendas stick, make sure they are accountable for all the things that need to be taken care of. That means not just uh 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 um law officials we're talking about the people that protect us Mm. people who are in charge to do what he's supposed to be doing and not just doing the mediocre stuff like they so-called said they've been doing or try to do well we would just have to wait until and all this and now because this is more important or whatever nah that needs to be taken care of now yeah yep yeah yeah oh yeah it's the real thing it is the real thing. <laughs> you just went straight into it. Yeah. No, no, no. Your conversation is real. What we're doing behind the scenes is real also. That's why he was asking me, is this a real thing? Oh, okay. Our producer, shout out to G. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so, like, yeah. She's just going to ease in. She's just going to ease right on in. Yep. Yellow brick road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to turn it on uh, during break. Coming up, yeah, we gotta go in break time. We gotta go to break mode. We're gonna break mode. Yeah, we gotta okay. play that new joint from Precise the Cure. Everybody's been requesting that. Yeah, that joint a- is hot. Yes, yes. I've been retweeting it. I've been retweeting it. Yeah, shout out to Precise. He's got some more new music coming, but it's called The Cure. Everybody needs some cure right about now with everything. I think that's going the reason on. why he we, made that man. We need a cure for COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. We need a cure for this. Whacked up voting process in Georgia. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that state? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, even though we're still living in the state. Yeah, we're yeah. still living in the state. Yeah. And uh we need a cure for this racism. Man, that's know, that's may, that's like may, a disease that uh, a virus just it's like COVID, man. You gotta f- find the the source to get rid of it. Yeah. So that's like COVID, man. Racism is like COVID. They like naked. It's a it's a pandemic. Yeah, it's a pandemic. It's just we've been living in that four hundred plus years of that racism pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For the racism, man. You know, my brother and I talked about it and whatnot, and how hopefully that our kids, you know, like my son and his daughters, can hopefully have seen some serious change in the next 
10 to 15 years compared to how my brother and I uh, grew up. You too, Sean, and and everything. Hopefully that um, they'll see a change because yeah. we, we we'll be in our latter years when that change comes. Right. You know, yeah. just my opinion, though. Just your opinion. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, also, folks, ladies and gentlemen, why do I feel like this tonight, or this morning, rather, why do I feel like this is going to be a Spike Lee joint this morning? <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be a spikely train this morning. <laughs> yeah. But hey, listen up, folks. Uh, we got all that and more coming up right here on the Beat Break Morning Show, the Beat Break Podcast. We also got fake news and not fake news, and we also got the hot four one one wire. All right, and uh, we're gonna skip the ride share confessions. Okay. Yeah, I know a lot of people must have some ride share confessions, especially. All of these conversations about what's been happening around the world over the past several weeks, 10 weeks, 13 weeks. Mm. I know a lot of you all had conversations with your Lyft drivers, with your Uber drivers. And some may have been uncomfortable. Some may have been uncomfortable where you just told yourself, you know, next time I order a Lyft or Uber, I just want the non-speaking option. I don't want to talk. Well... Where those cars are made up now, y'all don't think you can talk. <laughs> <laughs> that part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Precise, the cure, right here on the Beat Break Morning Show, the Beat Break Podcast. If you don't know, you already know. Check us out on BeatBreakRadioFM.com, ThinkingOutLoudNetwork.com, ReachOneNetwork.com, and all your other great platforms. Sean Garvey. DJ Roland. Dynasty will be here in just a few moments. Yep. The Beat Break Morning Show, the Beat Break Podcast. Wake that ass up. The Beat Break Morning Show, the Beat Break Podcast. Sean Garvey. DJ Roland. And Dynasty is in the building. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it took me three months to find this because I was I was partially in quarantine mode, just like everyone else, and I found it. That's one well, good thing well, to take away out of good use of your time. Yeah, I'm so happy. Yeah, good use of your time yeah, on finding a clapper. How long ago did I ask about a clapper? Was it this year? Yeah, it was, it was last year. It was last, right. year. It was last year. It was last year. It was last year. It was not 2020. Okay, it wasn't 2020. Okay. I'm just saying. So you. now we know what was going on. You didn't know where Clapper was. Okay. Yeah, it's right here. You got it right here. I get it. How you How you been doing, Dynasty? Three. I've been great. You know, other yeah. than you know being kind of on pause with singing, I'm kind of fiending right now, like a crackhead. I need to be on stage. Yeah, you, you, you kind of shaking you know right what I'm there, saying? man. Like I'm like. Like scratching and stuff, you know, like, yeah. but mine is for singing, not because of crack, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, or any drug, you know, mm-hmm. that's my high. Thank you. All right. Yeah, my high is singing, being on stage. Oh, okay, yeah. Because you know. last time we, or, or some of us went to your performance, sure. your concert mm-hmm. at Cafe 290, mm-hmm. and that was the, was that the last place you performed that at before? It. That COVID. Was okay. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Now I am gonna um one of my um karaoke guys that you know we're friends and he does karaoke all around Atlanta and he's doing something Saturday and mm-hmm. he's gonna feature me so yeah you know I'm excited about that awesome Let's go out and do a couple songs you know yeah get back out there I might do something like a Dynasty at Home thing I was thinking, I was about thinking yeah so I'm thinking about doing that okay you know? so it might be a hot idea because. Obviously, we I can't get back out there like I want to, mm-hmm. mm. you know, in the club scene, right? Yeah, so we don't know how long that's gonna last. Yeah, so. that's a good idea. Yeah, so I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, just invite people to your home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Digitally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, come yeah. on in digitally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's easy. You don't got to clean up after nobody. Uh-huh. That's true. You know, anybody going to dirty up, scuff up my floors and all that kind of stuff. You know? So that happened to you during quarantine mode. What? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You have visitors oh, at your no, home doing no, quarantine no, 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 mode? No, I'm just saying, you know, if okay. you ain't got to worry about that. You don't got to worry about people. You know, when you're doing digital, you know, mm-hmm. nobody, you don't got to worry about people coming in and scuffing up your floors and, mm-hmm. you know, all in your refrigerator and whatnot doing stuff. You said all in your refrigerator. She looking at me like I did those things. Yeah, you know, like, you don't know you're supposed to do that. Right, right. I don't know, you know. I'm like, I don't go on the house with refrigerator. Right. Some people, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just, I don't know, you know. Mm. So you don't gotta worry about that, you know. Right, right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what's up. I mean, like we said off the air, COVID nineteen is not gonna stop us. Exactly. Yeah, we back in the studio. We had to take a three month hiatus from being here at the fabulous Waywork Studios in the ATL. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we've been doing some of our shows via Zoom, Zoom yeah. meeting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, this COVID nineteen, boy, it's been so so serious for weeks and weeks and weeks. Let me tell you all a quick story. I was okay. in Morrow this past week. I was in Morrow, Georgia, uh, making some rounds, taking care of some business affairs, and then I saw a line full of cars at this one area, and and apparently they were they were doing free test screenings oh, okay. testing people okay. to see whether they have COVID or not right I've already been tested and I, it came out negative so I was all Gucci but I was like you know it won't hurt to get tested again just to make sure uh, so I went up to the line uh, and I was only in line for maybe a good five six minutes wow uh, in the car but I didn't get tested though mm-hmm. this is what happened so one of the nurses came up to my car and you know, asked me, hey, sir, um, may I help you? I'm like, yeah, uh, I wanted to see uh, if I can get tested for COVID-19 right. or have you. It's like, yeah, do you have insurance? And I was like, well, uh, no. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> no. Because no. the, the thing, because. No no yes, pretty much. But no, 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 no. I take that back. If you don't have insurance, you can still get tested. But you pay for it. You have to pay for it. Okay. So some private organizations and agencies uh, because they're not funded by the government Mm -hmm. they have to charge people who do not have insurance to be tested for COVID-19 so if you got insurance then you good you don't have to pay any type of out of pocket costs or anything right right. right? it covers it 100% absolutely Mm -hmm. but if you do not have insurance you have to pay $150 wow one fifty. That's a lot. Yeah. For a test. For a two-minute test. That's crazy. That And you know everybody needs to be tested, so why would you charge a dollar amount? I that? looked at the nurse crazy like, get the <gasps> out of here. <laughs> 150 without insurance. Nah, that's crazy. Isn't that crazy, Facebook, crazy. IG? Yeah. I, ain't, I ain't know it was that much at all without insurance. I didn't that's think it was going to be. I thought it might be. Maybe close to a hundred, but I ain't think it was gonna be over a hundred like yeah. that. Yeah. That's crazy. One fifty. But yeah, that stimulus check though. Yeah, that, that stimulus check. I, I been got it. <laughs> but I'm saying that's gonna help pay for it though. 
Yeah, but I don't feel like paying to get tested for COVID nineteen <laughs> though. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to put portions. Tested really for free. Yeah, honestly. I don't want to put portions yeah. of what the powers that be gave to me into a test to see whether I'm positive or negative or not. Right. So yeah. I asked her, but she. Especially when it's an epidemic. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. They should make it into a law. Like everybody get tested and it covers everything. You don't have to pay nothing. Right. They should make that into a I law. Think it be. Mm. Put that on the hill. Put that on the hill. Man. Capitol Hill. So Yeah. I, I I mean, let's just be real. Facebook, IG, morning show crew, morning show listeners. Would you pay one fifty if you did not have insurance? If you do not have insurance, would you pay one fifty for a COVID nineteen test to see whether you are now, positive or negative? Now here here's another question. Now you know we're gonna have some um uninsured Children, right. it's 150 for everybody, or is 150 for 21 and up? Ah, that's a good question. Because yeah, that's that's the question that I, I would love to ask that because you can't charge a 12 year old 150 dollars just to make sure that he or she is clear. You know, they probably think that everybody got it, including the kids. Like you got these little kids buying these Jordans and they two hundred dollars and stuff. I, I, that's not what I'm saying. Right. That's what some folks would say. Right. Yeah. That's if you got money to buy all this unnecessary stuff, you know. So they probably I don't know. That is all about the outcome, but they definitely should not charge anything of that price. Yeah. Um, for a test that that is still new. It's not even. Technically, technically in the United States, it's not even six months old yet. Technically, mm. so why would you charge that much? Right. So, yeah, that hundred and fifty is gonna have to go towards my bill, my phone bill, your phone bill. Yeah. <laughs> hope is, Which hope one? Is, I hope it's bills, not just one bill for one hundred and fifty. No, no, that's that's how much my bill is for my phone service. Woo, hundred fifty. Hundred and fifty. Hundred fifty. Yeah, man. Wow. Wow. That's, that's a lot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Mm. But yeah. But you know what is a lot though? All these stories that I got in front of me. Four one wire coming up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. Okay. right now. The hot four one one wire. Uh oh. <laughs> All right. Steamy. 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 But um no, it's 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 not nothing pertaining to gossip and everything it's, it's all pertaining to uh racism okay. yeah i don't know if we should tie in you may be a racist and you don't even know it into the 411 wire <laughs> let's be unique yeah let's be unique okay let's be unique with it all right the hot 411 wire letting you all know what is going on with your favorite celebrities all right including gucci main I don't know why people still say Gucci Man. It's Gucci Mane. You gotta add the E in there. No, no, not no. The E is silent. Just make it the long A, a sound. Yeah. How do you say it? Gucci Man. I say Gucci Man. I don't say man. I say man. I said man. So it's like the way I say it is not man. It may not be close to it's close to man, but I say man. How do you say Gucci Man, Dynasty? It's man. 
never say Maine. Maine? You say Maine? Maine. Me? Okay. I mean, but I'm from so, Jersey, so, you know, my accent and my tone Yeah, there you go. Or Northern accents, yes. Some people that have a Southern accent probably say it exactly like it's supposed to be said. Yeah. Now, he probably says it, but I probably say Gucci Maine. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm whatever. I'm just saying it the way it's pronounced, you know, with the long A. So, it's not going to have a twang to it because I don't have a Southern yeah. thing, you know. I'm mm-hmm. from up north, so. Yeah. Yeah, I showed this person the, <laughs> Gucci Mane. I showed this person Gucci, and they say grouchy. Grouchy. Right. <laughs> now that's just like grouchy. Grouchy. All grouchy I'm man. like, where where is the gr in there? Yeah, man. Sesame Street. Okay. Right. right. Grouchy. <laughs> but uh, Gucci Mane recently took to Twitter that he said he is leaving. Atlantic Records calls the label quote polite racist. That's what he calling the the label polite racist. Polite, yeah, not polite. Polite, 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 not polite. Polite, mm. yeah, yeah. That's what he did, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he went to Twitter and said he was leaving uh, Atlantic Records uh, due to allegations of inner racism in, within the company. And then he uh, deleted the tweet before retweeting public figures praising him for the move. Uh, in another deleted tweet, he called on artists to go on strike in protest as racist as labels. He also goes on to say, wow. burn them down too. <laughs> Maine. Maine. <laughs> <laughs> I added that Maine in there. But yeah. So so basically of how we've seen you and I definitely and, and you too, Dynasty, seen how the record industries have definitely not been paying their artists the way they should have been doing for so so many years. Yeah, like, yeah. There's been a I, lot of artists been vocal, very vocal about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so it's the the BLM movement is making people do stuff that they thought about doing, but now since it's like basically it's what was born maybe about what about four or five years ago, and it's been a little I would call it embryo because mm-hmm. it was so little. It, it, it was trying to get big, but it didn't get big, and it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. And and, and on May twenty ninth, um, after uh, George Floyd was I say executed. Right. I I don't, I don't say no murder. I say he was executed. That's when the movement just like became a ten year old child, and and it's growing very very fast. And um, so people are, are in different industries are taking to the next level about doing that because we've been hearing about what record labels have been doing for so many years, and he's taking that that step. So who's next? Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Rolling Stone, it's so funny you said that, DJ Rolling, because according to an investigation by Rolling Stone magazine, uh, they said that there's been plenty and plenty of well-known musicians that have came out vocally about widely uneven contracts that see white executives profiting from black music while passing only a small amount of that wealth to artists. And how many times have we seen that? (laughs) How many right. times? Forever. Forever, right. ever, forever, ever, forever. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. So that's why so many folks don't want to be in the um, 
in the industry under a major label. They want to do it independently. Correct. Yeah. That's 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 the reason why folks do that, and I applaud them for doing that. So do, find your way of getting that money all to yourself because you know someone else is not going to give it to you. Yeah. What did Q-Tip say in that song, Check the Rhyme, A Tribe Called Quest? Oh, industry Rule 4080, record label companies are shady. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. You never lied. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, man. So that's what it is. But uh, we're going to see what's going to happen with uh, Gucci and Atlantic Records and see if uh, everybody from Atlantic Records, because apparently there's artists that are still signed to Atlantic Records. Mm. But uh, we're going to see what's going to happen after that. And, uh, you know, if Gucci is going to be independent. Because he did say he was going to be independent before, but I guess Atlantic offered him a deal that he couldn't refuse. And he took that deal, and then now fast forward, it could be that possibility he could be fully independent mm -hmm. after this situation. Well, I hope he has enough because, you know, you know this dynasty yourself that with any record label, if you leave voluntarily without being cut off, and they already was already paying you, uh, that, will he owe anything? Oh yeah, whatever your contract stipulates, you have yep. to fulfill that contract. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, man. That's why Prince went through crazy. God. And uh, George Michael. Mm. Mm -hmm. I just think about Prince a lot because man, he <laughs> Prince went ballistic. He tried to warn y'all. <laughs> he tried to warn y'all. Hey, listen. Uh, also, Diddy. I I don't know if you all knew this or not, but Diddy recently launched Revolt Black News. And for those that are still not aware or unfamiliar with Revolt, Revolt is a cable channel that showcases a lot of music videos, uh, but it's also home of the televised The Breakfast Club. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you're going to get Revolt Black News hosted by Ebony K. Williams. She is known to be a... Uh, former practicing attorney who also appeared on the Revolt's weekly talk show titled State of the Culture and she also been seen as a correspondent for CBS and CNN as well as a Fox News Channel contributor mm -hmm. so yeah so shout out to Diddy for that that reminds me and I said this on Wandering the Stoke show recently that uh, it's like somewhat like BET News from back in the day mm -hmm. you know BET was that network channel for music videos and other alternative programming, but then you also had BET News with uh, Ed Gordon and Jackie Reed and a few other news correspondents. So it's good. It's good to see that on a channel where its demographics are millennials, because mm -hmm. with yeah. everything with everything that's going on around the world, Black Lives Matter, uh, injustice and stuff like that, we need a news outlet. Right. Yeah. On, on that particular level On that particular channel Alright Yeah man So shout out to that Actually have you seen the commercial? No I haven't seen I've it I've seen it I was wondering where Where it was going to start broadcasting it. I did see it And it's you know Like a 15 second um, pr Promo about it And I'm like okay I wouldn't mind checking it out But I'm like yeah. so Just check your local listings Or something I'm like what? Right. <laughs> I'm like, where can I check it out? I just want to at least have an opportunity to check it out. So I'm like, I ain't know if right. it could be a, a streaming thing or what. So right. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can go. Uh, I think it's Revolt TV. 
mm. or or Google Revolt TV, and they, they of course just like any other platform, they have a website, of course. Right. But you know, if you're not a Comcast subscriber, because you can only access it through Comcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. But they got some good programming on there too. Got great All programming. Right. All right, and also Luda, Luda, Chris, he is uh, on the. I guess you could say on the uh, the quest to help more and more young people become the leaders of today and tomorrow. He recently built his own online media platform for children called Kid Nation, which aims to educate and inspire young people as well as promoting acceptance of others. Mm. Yeah, so Sounds our very nice. own Ludacris, man. Shout All out. Right. Mm-hmm. That was good. That's yeah, good. it's great to see great Atlanta artists like Ludacris, like T.I. and Killer Mike that are taking a stance Mm -hmm. against injustice, Mm -hmm. against all the uh, adversities and challenges happening in black America, especially with the high profile cases that are going on right now. So it's just great to see that leadership from artists. Mm -hmm. Okay, on that note, do you think a lot of the millennials know who the who these um artists are because we know who they are mm-hmm. but you know do you know like little kids from let's say like five to 15 and whatnot do they really know who they are because they follow and listen to millennial artists like baby the, the baby. baby and little baby and all them yeah like to me since they're like the hot item right now for those for that generation mm-hmm. Why hasn't one of them Stood up Well you know The baby has participated In a protest He, he, he participated, participated In a pro- few protests okay. And he plans to make A protest song From uh, the resources Or okay. sources that I saw Okay good um, I don't know about The baby now I don't care Any of the babies <laughs> Just Just do something I mean I don't care who it is I yeah. mean Like to even see Uh 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 uh, Cardi B do something, you know, because everybody likes Cardi B for, for all ages. Why don't she um, do something? I'm not saying she hasn't, because uh, she does say stuff on on social media. But I'm talking about taking a stance mm-hmm. on on doing something that that will help our people. You know, yeah. so that's that's what I'm looking for is someone of of those um, type of artists to do something like that. Because um, Ti and, and Ludacris have done, and of course Killer Mike have done things like this before, and they're doing it at a large stance now because of what's going on currently. But I want one of those artists to step up and do something, and be in the front scenes to uh, promote um, the things that are going on, and not just joining protests. What are you doing? Like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to donate. Or anything. I haven't seen anything on social media that baby said I'm going to donate a hundred thousand dollars to start this program. I just personally haven't seen. It. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but I haven't seen it. So I hope they're doing something else besides just making songs. I think yeah, and, and you know you do have artists that are doing it behind the scenes. They just not being vocal about it, or they just not saying it online. Uh, mm-hmm. Which someone brought up a good point. I I, I take for example. Um, the social media blackout Tuesday that happened recently mm-hmm. uh, and I will say to be perfectly honest with everybody listening and everybody that's in the room I didn't participate it um, and I know plenty of people that did but that did not mm-hmm. participate participate 
in the Blackout Tuesday on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that it was wrong for other people to do it because of course it was their way of expressing solidarity for the the murder of George Floyd, mm-hmm. Ahmaud Arbery, uh, Breonna Taylor, and many others that have lost their lives by the hands of police officers. So I, I get that. Um, I'm more of an actionist and I'm not saying that those um, that participate, participated aren't. There's other ways of protest. There's other ways mm-hmm. to show solidarity. Right. You know, like outside of here, I work at WALK where we did a moment of reflection for eight minutes and 46 seconds mm-hmm. uh, because that was the uh, estimated time that George Floyd was kneeled down, mm-hmm. with, you know, that the officer had right. his knee on his neck. Um, so I participated in that just by being a producer of that show and, um, you know, taking that assignment to make sure that was executed over the air. Um, but there's other ways to protest. You know, at the end of the day, everybody is not going to march. Right. Everybody's not going to participate in the protest. I mean, can I, can you imagine if everybody, every single body, Roland Dynasty, participated in the protest demonstration? The, America would be on lockdown. Every It, it, <laughs> is, it would be shut down. Yeah. It would yeah, be shut down. Would, you would. know, you try calling for a pizza at 9 p.m. Like, hey, I want to order a pizza. Like, nobody ain't here, bro. Like, what you mean nobody ain't here? Everybody at the protest. Like, you mean, you, you trying to tell me I can't get a veggie pizza? Well, you should be out at the protest with everybody else. That's where you're supposed to be. We'll, we'll serve you at the protest, right, though. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, you get to the slice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you see what I'm saying? So, um, I mean, but yeah, you know, many of us have done something to um, raise awareness, to help the families of the victims, and, and to also bring forth justice for the officers involved in that incident i know for me i signed a petition courtesy of change.org to help bring uh justice for brianna taylor mm-hmm. so i signed the petition uh shout out to change.org for doing that um like hey anybody in this room i do want to ask the question what have you all done recently uh-huh. to I, oh. <laughs> I participated in the protest down in Decatur Square. Actually, one of my friends and her daughter um, spearheaded that particular protest. And we actually sat down on the ground and did a kneel for eight minutes and 46 sec- seconds. And you realize how long that is, you know, especially at first I was kneeling and I was like, gosh, this is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I sat down on the ground and, you know, we did the silence and you think about how long that truly is where we could get up, you know, unfortunately George Floyd could not get up because somebody had their knee on his neck. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and we, you know, had people speak about, it was peaceful. It was an awesome event. Um, a lot of people appreciate it. Um, doing the event we posted um, they made these little flags that said Black Lives Matter around that monument I saw that. pictures I posted on on Facebook that showed the monument that needs to come down a lot of people are getting you know tearing down monuments that kind of promote the um, you know blacks I mean white supremacy mm-hmm. and you know they had inside out like that um, two sided tape where they wrapped around the um, monument and they put um, you saw it but um, they saw, we um, posted 
you know, some people put some of their signs against the monument to show that they were in protest of that monument in Decatur Square and it needs to come down. So, um, yeah, so I was out there for that. Um, I've had conversations with people that are not our color and they've asked, you know, what I think that they can do to help. One, you can make people understand, you know, stop deflecting and saying when somebody says Black Lives Matter, that means we think that all lives don't matter. That's not what it means. You know, it means that we need to be treated as equal. You know, that's not, you know, that's not what we're saying. And even when Kaepernick, you know, was kneeling, they tried to make it seem, oh, I don't want nobody disgracing the flag. You know, that's not what it's about. So it's really kind of, again, make people understand, you know, especially folks. You know, you have people that are not racist that are of another color, white people, I'm just saying that. But they feel like, you know, one of my friends called me and she was in tears and she was just like, you know, I just, you know, I haven't. I, I know I don't go through that because I'm not that color. And I realize how oblivious I've been to that struggle, you yeah. know. So I think. As people, and we all have probably have friends and come in contact with people who are not black, they are white, and they want to know what can I do? You know, mm-hmm. what can I do? How can I help? And that's great. I think, you know, at least we can say we've got a lot further in that regard from where we have years ago, where we didn't have that kind of support in the other, you know, races. And I, I'm I'm happy to see that it's gone world, you know, it's going around the world mm-hmm. where they're supporting like this needs to stop. You know, I just don't I can't begin to understand the hatred because of the color of someone's skin. Right. Facts. Yeah. Um, my my viewpoint is that uh, because of uh, what I've done, I haven't really been out in the um, protests or any, or any event or anything. But I definitely um, I uh, do a, so, you know, do a social media um, I comment and some of them I do have conversations, small conversations about certain things. And um, that's how I promote it. Um, when I did the, uh, I participated in, in the blackout social media. I just put my screens blackout and um, and I put vote. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the thing. Absolutely. You know, just make sure Absolutely. you, the key thing is that's one of the first things you got to do. You can't have any personal um, uh, negative energy about like i ain't gonna vote because vote my vote don't count go ahead and vote right. try it won't right. you see it? it's, right. it's like trying right. to drink for the first time right. Right. you know see if you like it or not you know right. so try that and whatnot um because it, it can go a long way with that um uh shout out to tyrone um, harris um he is one of the main guys who um has been promoting a lot of um news clips and what's going on across the country and everything, and he puts his little thoughts with it, and that's one of the main people um, I conversated with socially on there, and uh, he brought up a lot of stuff that needs to, that is going on currently, of course, but things that make you want to think, like, wow, this really going on, and 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 for the folks that there are not our color right. and whatnot, key thing is, it starts at home. Oh yeah, it starts at home. Yeah. If you don't teach hatred right. and right. whatnot, right. it exactly. won't continue to keep growing. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can acknowledge what has happened, acknowledge it, but don't promote it, don't teach it as like you make sure this that this is the way of life. Right. Yeah. You know, right. Don't don't do that. And, right. and and put it as a negative view to do this as you grow, as you said, a way of life. Once we un- control that 
that we'll see change. Right. Another change, and a lot of folks are not going to agree with this. <clears throat> Some folks, the millennials are going to agree with this, but a lot of, of our age won't agree with this. Or we'll, probably will agree with this. If you are over, and I had a conversation with, with my brother, if you're over 70 years old, still in Congress, I mean, even though the uh, uh, the head of, of, of head of the House is oh, damn nearly 80, and whatnot. I'm not saying she's doing a great job, but if you have majority, 70% majority, 70-year-old folks in in Congress, not not Georgia um, state, I mean them, them too, but if you have a majority of them still in there, sorry uh, Lewis, you know, you, you part of it too. If you've been in there that long, how you going to relate to us? You're old enough to be our parents and grandparents. How in the world you can relate to our um, needs? You think you know because, well, I have experience. Yeah, 50 years. <laughs> None of us ain't here 50 and whatnot, but yeah, 50 years of experience. Do we really need that much experience just to say what is best and what is best for the country, what is best for a district? You don't need all that. You need, you need someone... I say, you know, around our age, you know, it's been there a little bit, you know, like five to 15 years in doing something. Not no 50 years. You were in office when we were kids. And it's 2020. <laughs> Good Lord, really? I mean, I'm voting. I know who I'm voting for. But really, why? I mean, I don't have the, I don't have the experience. So I can't just go like, I'm going to run for the United States. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna do that. I'm not gonna do it because I know I'm not qualified. But why why can't someone just say, I'm gonna try this and see what happens? Because you're getting all these folks, including the ones that are running, most of them that are running for office right now, mm-hmm. are 70 plus years old. So how in the world are they gonna reach to us? So that's that's a problem right there. Because some of the stuff is gonna continue because they're gonna keep thinking like, oh yeah, that's what happened. That's that's best for that. They're going blah, blah, blah. They're going to repeat what's going on currently and not stop what's going on currently. That's my view. That's your view. And I got to take a moment to say shout outs to comedian Dave Chappelle, who recently released a Netflix special highlighting police brutality, but in his own unique way. Uh, It is eight minutes and 46 seconds. That's the name of the special. On Netflix. On Netflix. Okay, I'll look at that when I get home. (laughs) I'll look at it when I get home. It's on Netflix, yeah, and I think it's on. I, I did they read really somewhere. Like, you wait, like okay, I'm about to wrap this up. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay, I gotta go now. Now I did. Uh-huh. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the lights off. <laughs> Y'all know what that means, right? <laughs> I'm about to renew my Netflix subscription right now. I renewed everything else during this three month hiatus. Right, right, um, right. But I, I read somewhere that it's also on YouTube for free. So I gotta, yeah, I gotta check in and see because if it's on YouTube for free, then all right, all right, all right, hey, all right. Man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to save money during this COVID nineteen <laughs> pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's just only seven ninety nine a month. I don't care. <laughs> That's seven dollars I can keep in my pocket. But you know what? I do gotta catch up on my Dolomite though. My name is Dolomite. Oh, know? okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Okay. You know, but yeah, I, I left Netflix though after the uh, second and last season of She Gotta Have It. Mm. Pretty much. 
So yeah, once that show got once that show got canceled, I canceled Netflix. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least we know some things haven't changed. Right, 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 we know, right. We know you're fine. I know, of course. We know you are Sean. I just, mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to see you. Mm-hmm. You know, I just wanted to see if, if she's she was, got to have. Well, she got <laughs> she she had it. She had it, had but more. I was just going to see had if she more? Was, and kept having it. Apparently, I, that's I what I said. Had more. Right. <laughs> I just wanted to see if she was going to go back to being Dickly Stickly. What you call it? Stickly, strictly, strictly, strictly Dick, yeah, strictly Dicky, or if she was, you know, happy gonna, Sam. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so important. Pretty so much. Important. All right. This that's has been. <laughs> this has been your hot. Four one wire right here on the Beat Break Morning Show, the Beat Break Podcast. Got to send a shout out to Crystal Cross, who I met outside of the studio uh, in the green room just a few moments ago. Uh, she does a show called The Morning Jam, seven thirty a.m. Central Standard Time. She does it Facebook Live. So for all my Facebook users and new Facebook users out there, make sure you check her out live on Facebook for The Morning Jam to get some inspiration in your life. And we need a lot of inspiration in our lives right now with this crisis like let me just talk to everybody for a moment let me just talk because i know our theme today is all black everything and during the first hour of the program we gonna try to um touch on as much items as possible but if not we have to wait until the second hour of the program but of course the world is in a crisis right now mm-hmm. world is in the crisis you have those that are in panic mode and you know you have people that are in what i call organized chaos because uh, i was talking to a friend of mine and she just said that everybody right now is just all over the place mm-hmm. mentally uh and and the good thing about this is that in this pandemic because there's two pandemics there's the COVID 19 pandemic and then there's the racism pandemic mm-hmm. and out of these two pandemics you start to see more awareness than ever before. And you start to see um, more establishments and businesses paying more and more attention to our needs and to what we've been demanding for and asking for for years and years and years. But we here at the Beat Break Morning Show, the Beat Break Podcast, we want to be that platform to not only make you think and to not also put you in a state of being alarmed but we want to make you laugh we, you know we want to make sure that we put a smile on your face during and after you listen to this program mm-hmm. um we don't want to get into an up war um over what's going on like we of course we want to still be aware of what's going on we want to do everything that we can to bring forth change but we don't want people to start losing their hair and go crazy because of all these things that are going on Mm -hmm. because then we start losing focus on what we're trying to accomplish Mm -hmm. you know so that's all i wanted to say I, i just want people to relax everybody relax get ask yourself when was the last time you meditated? Did he, even, the, med- did he even meditate? Do you even meditate? Do you even pray? Like, you know, of all my Christian people, do you even pray each morning? Or when you go to bed, do you pray at night? And if so, what do you pray for? 
You know, do you pray for world peace? Do you pray for uh, racism to end? Do you pray for the police brutalities to end? Do you pray that this COVID-19 goes away quick and in a hurry? What do you pray for? What do you meditate for? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Got to ask yourself that. Take your time to ask yourself. Yeah. Don't be in a rush so you can release and relax. Mm-hmm. And listen to the beat break morning show. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you go down and see how. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. The beat break morning show, the beat break podcast. We're back in the Wade Work Studios. We've been pe- we've been having people asking us when you are going to be back at Wade Work Studios. When y'all going to be back? Mm. It was, you know, we weren't sure at first when we were going to be back. Right. You know, yeah, but we, sure. Because you know. we got to make sure. I mean, we we promoted the 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 show quarantine style mm-hmm. and whatnot. It's just that you know we were protecting ourselves right. and making sure everything was you know okay before we came back. Right. We were going to come back. We just didn't know. And when we got the, the the green flag to come, and that's why we're here. Yeah, and because G said so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, G. Thank you very much. You got to give him more content for his platform, people. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to everybody on the check in. Shout out to Tanisha on the check in. Shout out to Bryson on the check in. Shout out to Keith on the check in. If you're checking in with us, we are coming to you live via Facebook on my personal page at Sean Garvey on DJ Rollum's page um, at DJ Rollum Townsend. DJ Rollum Townsend on, on Facebook. Facebook but yeah. They have always DJ Rollum on on other uh, social media platforms. Yeah, and IG at Beat Break Radio. Thank you all for tuning in and for all my IG users out there. And how can people follow you and where can people follow you to check out you live, Dynasty? Dynasty Smith on Facebook, Dynasty Smith 01 on Twitter, and on IG, D-Y-N-A-S-T-I-5-5. That's what's up. That's what's happening. All right. So in the first hour of the Beat Break Morning Show, during the first hour of the Beat Break Morning Show, um, and, and throughout the entire show this morning, we're talking about all things considered black, all black, everything. Mm. When you hear those three words, Dynasty, what comes to your mind? All black, everything. Or how we say in the South, all black, everything. All black, everything. Yeah. Mm, I guess basically all things black in terms of, you know, cultural music, what's happening now in the black community um just basically that we are you know that black people are hurt right now and crying out that we want change so i think that's pretty much where we're at right now and hopefully we'll get it yeah yeah what about you dj Roland? what uh, all black means to me uh man first and foremost support your black businesses and stop bsing around yeah that's my first thing um, support them and and try to become one by uh, not being jealous of one another because mm-hmm. we have a lot of jealousy in our black community. Yep. And stop doing that and um, and uplift the next black person. Like um, I was just telling my son uh, when I was picking him up, uh, I, I saw some black young men coming out and I even though all four of them looked like they were not going to say nothing to me. I said, what's up, fellas? Hey, 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 hey. All of them said, hey. 
You know, none of them went like they were not going to say nothing to me. You got sometimes you got to make that first move. You know, just saying hey uh, um, and whatnot. Even though I know what they were doing because I smelled what they were doing, so I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> so you're in your moment, okay? Yeah. All right, fine. So, um, but definitely um, support, uplift, and don't be jealous. You know, if someone has a couple more things than you do, okay. You know, um, don't be jealous. Like, okay, do I want the same thing they got? Yeah. Or, or am I comfortable with what I already have? Right. So don't be jealous that they got it. You know, and and uh, don't be rowdy. Us folks need to stop getting rowdy when things are not going our way. If we do that, I think we'll be better. Because you can't always be rowdy on every single situation just because you don't agree with it. That's right. my thing. Mm. Yeah, we we talked about that in the town hall meeting on the podcast, the Beat Break Morning Show, the night of the protest, the first protest demonstration. Uh, a, a lot of mixed feelings, a lot of mixed reviews towards it. And we'll get into that a little bit later on in the program. But to answer the question, all black everything to me means equality. Uh, it means positivity. It means taking a word that was used to mean something negative. Mm-hmm. And turning it into a positive and applying that to everything. In the dictionary, they still have the word black as dark. One of the first many words mm. to, to describe black. Okay. I think that all that's going to change now, especially with the uh, the Webster dictionary. That like There's already a call to change the meaning of racism to something else. Oh. Hmm. I wonder so, what that's gonna be like. I want yeah. All black everything. All black everything. Yeah. And uh the question I am asking to our listeners is what is on the black agenda? I feel like we don't have one right now. It's being worked on. Um I'll send you a video. Um Tanya sent me a video. It's about about ten minutes. Um, I'll send it to both of y'all, um, including G. It, it was it's broken down on basically on what we want as a whole and what we need to do. And he really spoke a, a lot of stuff that really I have not heard anybody else say. And he broke it down basically of how to have equality, how to give us opportunity, mm-hmm. and us and how to grow. And how to protect ourselves. That's what needs to be done um, mm. in a general to have the next phase to happen. Because <clears throat> if you look at some of the shows, I'm talking about show uh, sitcoms from the 90s and stuff. You know, they're always going to show some type of racism. And even in the early 2000s, they're going to show some type of racism and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Are we going to ever stop showing shows like that? Um, because HBO ex- HBO has recently said they will take down, if not already, uh, take down Gone with the Wind. Right. They said they only took it down temporarily, though. They did. Just they did temporarily. temporarily. Just temporarily. That means because it's because there's how much it was promoting racism, right. in that movie. Um. So my thing is this. Um. And a lot of I mean I've, I it's very amount a small amount of folks have said this. 
But one video stands out too. Is what that if y'all seen this? It's a el, it's a kind of an elderly white lady talking to a whole group of white folks in a in a um, auditorium, and she said, "How would you feel if if uh, the blacks were in control and they were doing the, basically doing the same thing they do to us? Would you like? Would you uh, feel comfortable with that?" None of them raised their hand, and I was like. If you don't like what, if you don't like the uh, the shoe being flipped by that happening to you, then why would you think it's okay for it to happen to us? Why does our color have to make it uh, less of a person or look down upon just because of a color? So that's what I, I really want to make sure that they understand. Because... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna give a quick story. First time, and we could probably do this too if you if we have time for it. First time you felt racism in front of your face that you acknowledged it. I was on Tuskegee campus. Tuskegee, if everybody knows about Tuskegee, that's where Booker T start Booker T Washington started. <clears throat> HBCU. Yeah, HBCU. There you go. And I uh, um was it was a step step show about to happen. And um, because of my looks and everything, and I'm trying to be be funny, everybody thought I was an upperclassman and whatnot. But anyway, this lady asked me to help, and it was my freshman year, and I was, you know, like a step show. So I'm in a t-shirt and jeans, and she was casual. She was one of the organ- organizers, and she asked me um, to help her pull a table out. She was walking so fast because I didn't know where she was going. It's, I'm still new, and this guard. Not a policeman, a guard, white guard, came out of nowhere, said, where you going? I'm going with her. And then she had to come back because she heard our voices. So, oh, officer, he's with me. He was stopping me because he thinks I was trying to be up to something, which I wasn't because, mm-hmm. first of all, why would I want to do something to my own campus? That's stupid. So that was my first um, face-to-face dealing with racism mm. just because of what I wore at an event that deals with comfortable clothes and everything. And she just happened to be an organizer. Right. That's I'll never forget that. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Uh, it, yeah. It's a both a scary and interesting experience when you come in contact with a person who displays subtle racism Mm -hmm. it can be very interesting and scary and it it will create dialogues like the one that we're having right now Mm -hmm. yeah so i don't know if anybody else has experienced it or i I think all of us have we just didn't know it right in some form or fashion Mm -hmm. yeah um but what i want the show this morning show to focus in to zero in on is 10 things we need to do as black people to get that black agenda to get to that black agenda 10 things just just 10 things that we need to do as a people because uh, i think for so long for so long as as people of of the african-american community we, we we say we want this and we say we want that and and to piggyback on what DJ Rollum said it starts at home 
And I have this saying that I share with people that I come in contact with and I have conversations with. I tell them your community starts at home. Before you get out there in the community and get out in the world and you interact with different kinds of people because whether you go to an HBCU or not, you're going to have some form of interactions with people that are outside of your race, no doubt about that. Uh, But what are you getting from home? What are you? What have you learned? What tools have you obtained to um, become the person that you are, or to get to where you are, to help other people in your community and to help people outside of your community, and to bring forth change? So I know we're not going to get into too much of it in the first hour of the morning show. But what do you think, Dynasty and DJ Roland? What do you think some of those things should be on the list to to make it the top ten things that black people should do to get to that black agenda and i have a few um and i start from the bottom i start let's start with number 10 and then work our way up let's start from the bottom and work our way up to the top so number 10 i think number 10 should be um starting at home and um instilling your child in learning his or her culture history Black history. Are you talking about for black people or are you talking about for all people? Because there is a difference. There is. There is I a mean, difference. It doesn't matter because I think that most of us understand what our history is and, mm-hmm. you know, because we see it constantly. Um, but as far as when it comes to the Caucasian community and what's mm-hmm. being taught in their households as far as against us. I think that is something that's not our agenda. That's something that they need to stop doing. And that comes from deep-rooted hatred that has been taught generational. So I don't think that piece has anything to do with us because we can't teach them. They have to teach each other something different. But here's why I say that. Here's why I say that it starts with us and teaching black kids black boys and black girls their history from at home because let's say for example you come across a person who is not of color that person may have taken african-american studies in college and school and what have you and you only know three people and that's martin luther king jr harriet tubman and rosa parks you don't know who Malcolm X is. You don't know who Mega Evans is. You don't know who Frederick Douglass is. Uh, you know, schools that you think supposed to teach you who these people are. But in reality, that doesn't happen. And I think if you are a parent and you have your child sitting at home watching TV, playing video games, and they know who the baby is and they know who little baby is and they know who LeBron James is but they don't know who Malcolm X is or they don't know who Sojourner Truth is then that's problematic in the long run Mm. well okay Dynasty I don't know how you grew up in your Jersey town but I remember me attending a uh white predominantly elementary schools in um, Baltimore uh, two sets and of course 
in those type of schools, you learn everything white beyond white. See, Which, my experience up north is, was totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, I never even felt that until I came to the south. You know, mm-hmm. I worked with, I went to school with, you know, up north was a melting pot. And even I could be the only black person in the room and I never felt it. Never felt different, never was treated differently. Um, when I came to the South, it was a culture shock for me because yes. I noticed the the difference in the interaction and how mm-hmm. the the treatment and coming in contact. But we, I didn't just party in an all black club. I didn't just party. You know, I party in a mix of clubs. You know, I worked with a mix of people, and we just looked at each other as people. Mm-hmm. We didn't look at each other. Puerto Rican, white. Black, Dominican, it didn't matter. We all just, if we went out, we went out. We had a good time. If we playing stuff at our homes, we had a good time. And I never, ever felt it. I just never felt it. So it was a culture shock for me when I moved to the South and felt that. Because I didn't feel that growing up. I didn't feel it as I was getting into the workforce and not in up North where I was from. Not mm-hmm. in my community. I never felt it until mm-hmm. coming to the South. I agree with you on that. The thing about it, I didn't, it's just that the teaching up there um, within uh, the white predominant schools I was at, um, I didn't get that black fulfillment. I didn't get that till I got came down here. But, it, but first and foremost, the culture shock. Mm-hmm. Because when I got that black fulfillment, I was like, whoa, <laughs> blew me away. I was like, they do this? We don't do that up there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so that blew me away. Mm-hmm. And and um mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like, okay, all right. But um it's it's just a culture shock. But the thing about it is is if I was thinking about the, the schools, how they what they do in the schools. And they 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 and of course Atlanta, the home of Martin Luther King, yes, king of the uh, civil rights movement, yes. So everything they they promoted like King this, King that, and all that got got the, the street name and all this stuff, the the, the museum and everything. You got two Ebenezer churches and all. I like mm. whoa, you know. But I'm like, what else? Right. And what else is what else can we know? I mean, it ain't the only thing. So it's like I didn't get the fulfillment of black studies until I got into high school, mm. and and that's blew my mind. It's 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 uh it wasn't promoted, and then it got snuck around me a little bit because they didn't think I can able to handle it or would understand it. Right, but you have to take time because everybody's not going to learn at the same level, same speed, and all that stuff. And, and let me just piggyback because we're coming up on a break here on the Beat Break Morning Show. Um, let me piggyback on something that you said because I'm from Atlanta as well too, and my upbringing wasn't pro black or anything. I didn't know much about the people that came before Martin Luther King Jr. and the other people that marched with. Martin Luther King Jr. I didn't know who John Lewis was until I went to college. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew about Reverend Jesse Jackson. I knew about Rosa Parks. I knew about Harriet Tubman and a few other people. I didn't know who Angela Davis was until I went to college. And and and, and the list goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Uh, being that I am from, like DJ Rollins said, a city where it's historically known for 
Martin Luther King Jr. That's all you was taught was Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King. But thank God I got into this business called radio. I surrounded myself with people, activists, leaders, pillars of the community that instilled people I didn't know who they were about their history and, and what their contributions were to Atlanta. I didn't know who Hosea Williams was. And he marched with Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> and he even bailed Martin Luther King Jr. I didn't know that until years and years and years later. And for a city like Atlanta to be part of the epicenter of change, mm -hmm. you know, I think it's just very imperative that the younger generation, the, the new people that are coming into the world and being birthed into this world they have to know not just only their ancestry but they have to know why these people have died and fought for us to even be where we at today mm -hmm. you know i ask a i, I ask an eight-year-old kid hey do you know who dr martin luther king jr is like yeah who is dr martin luther king jr uh, he's a civil rights leader. Okay, what what more can you tell me about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. other than he's a civil rights leader? I don't know, but it's a start. It's a start for that person to say he's a civil rights leader. But when you when you get to that eighteen, nineteen, twenty mark, your answer shouldn't just be he was a civil rights leader right. and that was it. So I'm putting that on the list. And, and some of you all may disagree, and that's fine, and, and that's that's cool too. But we just got to start from the bottom and work our way up as a people. Yes. You know, if you don't if you don't know where you come from, you don't know where you're going. We got a comment? All right. Oh, a bunch of comments. Okay, a bunch of comments. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Comments. Is it pronounced Lillian? Lillian. Lillian. Shouts to Lillian uh, checking in on dynasty's facebook page ig, IG page mm -hmm. uh she, she she says now in jacksonville florida they are taking down the confederate monuments all the schools here are named after individuals who were very racist i totally agree right exactly yes i see exactly. that's change exactly. that's change mm -hmm. yeah, uh, and, that, and that's another thing too and i and and we'll put a book in a bookmark in it in in a moment but that's another thing too like we also need to know who the enemies were also mm -hmm. we need to know who the enemies were 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 uh and and who were the people that oppressed them mm -hmm. i think that's fair too what were you just gonna say, Roland? I was gonna say you had a person on my IG saying that basically is how to raise your kids. You got to know how to raise your kids mm -hmm. and be aware of where you are. Um, Georgia has has been a Republican state for a while now, oh, um, yeah. and um, even though we had in the past many Democratic governors here, but it was still a considered as a red state right. even though a democratic governor was in charge um for many years uh, they didn't become a republican governor until the 21st century um that's when it kind of changed over mm -hmm. um, and two-term governors um they're uh, republican 
So it's all about, like she said, uh, what you teach at home. And don't be afraid to teach. And if you don't know what we didn't have, you and I, Dynasty, didn't have when we were kids, we didn't have Google. <laughs> Google it. All you got to do not. is Google it. That's we all you got to do. Yeah. We did not. You know, uh, uh, Tanya gets on me all the time and says, you want to know something, Google it, because I ain't going to tell you every day. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she says. So I'm like, okay, all right, I got to Google it and yeah. whatnot. So if you really want to know something and it's interesting to you, 99.9%, just like how the Lysol spray is supposed to kill all the germs, Google's going to find what you need to know. 99.9% <laughs> of the time. Yeah. So so go ahead and do that so you can um, teach yourself, too. Just don't um, just think about the kids. Yes, we need to think about the kids, definitely, because they're the future. Right. But pe- teach yourself. Don't you want to know? Do you want to keep repeating the same type of thought process? Because that's what we're trying to stop from them to do. Yeah. Having a same thought process. So you need to participate in learning as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. The next hour of the Beat Break Morning Show, the Beat Break Podcast is underway. We're going to carry on this conversation into the next hour. Number 10 is teach. We're just going to keep it simple. Teach. That's number 10. There you go. All right. We're going to complete the other nine in the uh, next hour of the program. Plus, I still want to talk a little bit more about this Dave Chappelle uh, special on Netflix because people are hitting me up about it and I heard that he went in on people like Candace Owens and Don Lemonade. Don Lemonade. Oh, <laughs> oh he's not orange no more. He's not he's not the, the bad orange juice. The, the, he's saying Don Lemonade is getting on my nerves right now. I don't even want to drink lemonade anymore because every time because <laughs> oh. every time every, every time I look at a, a cup or a bottle and it has lemonade in it I think of him and I don't and I just be like, I don't want it. I don't I don't want it. I just call him an expired orange juice. <laughs> expired orange juice. You got, good. You're right. You got the orange soda, which is Trump, and you got the lemonade, which is Don Lemon. Okay. Okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the Beat Break Morning Show, the Beat Break Podcast. And then, of course, later on in the program, fake news and not fake news, as well as the DJ Roland Mix, the caffeine and energy drink mix on the way next.